Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Today's a special day. It's Tuesday, and on Employment Matters podcast, that's Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to dial in our members from around the world to share with us some of the important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we'll be learning more about doing business in Quebec, Canada. I'm pleased to welcome to the show Olivia Girard, a lawyer at L'Oranger Marcoux in Montreal. Olivia, how are you today? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm doing fine. So let's catch our audience up on what it's like to do business in Quebec. Just give us, if you can, a general overview of the jurisdiction, maybe about the economy, population, some of those things would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So the economy of Quebec represents probably about 20% of Canada's total GDP. And our population consists of about 8.6 million people. So we do have a population that is a little bit older in general. So I think that in 2020, around 20% of our population was over 65 years old. Otherwise, our official language is French. So that can definitely make things a little bit more complicated for any company hoping to set up shop in Quebec. And then maybe a little bit about our government structure. So we have to remember that, you know, we are a province of Canada, which means that our government shares competence over, you know, different sectors with the federal government. So for example, things like transport by air, international or interprovincial transport by road or rail, communications. So Radio, television, cable broadcasting will be you know, federally regulated, and then the provinces will regulate things like education and health, interprovincial transport, that kind of thing. Interesting. Well, let's talk about some of the industries. And I know Canada at large, and we're talking about a province here, so I'm sure there are industries that you share with other provinces, but what are some of the things specific to your jurisdiction? Yeah, so Quebec has a lot of different industries, uh, some that are originally from here and others that have, you know, chosen to kind of set up shop here. So some of our key industries would include aerospace. So we'd have, you know, Pratt & Whitney, Bombardier that are, are here. Finance is definitely a prominent industry in terms of transportation as well. So for example, the Port of Montreal is one of the biggest container handling ports in Canada. Once again, obviously, Bombardier is definitely an easy one to mention in terms of transportation. Another one would be energy, you know, particularly reusable energy, such as hydroelectricity. So our big player there is obviously, you know, Hydro-Quebec, which has actually recently, you know, concluded a tentative contract for $20 billion with the state of New York to help them kind of overturn their longstanding dependence on fossil fuel. And then one final industry that maybe I would mention that's pretty particular to Montreal is that the whole gaming world. So that's a big one in Montreal. So companies like Ubisoft and Warner Brothers have pretty big companies here. Interesting. Well, we appreciate you coming down and bailing us out from up north there with bringing new technology into the U.S. That's fantastic. Let's talk about employing up there, employing locally, and give us a sense of some of the structural issues we might find if we're trying to set up shop in Quebec. Anything to do with works councils or unions or affirmative action, any of that kind of stuff. And also, if you can, has anything changed recently based on some of the new things happening with COVID and other things? So 
The first thing to mention when considering employing locally in Quebec is that there's definitely a prominent presence of unions in Quebec, and I would say more so than in other provinces of Canada. So for example, in 2020, there was about 39.9% of union coverage in Quebec versus 27.1% in Ontario. Something else to keep in mind is, once again, going back to the whole French language, is that we do have here the charter of the French language, which makes the use of the French language mandatory. And it's getting even more and more difficult to kind of justify the necessity of knowing and using the English language in, you know, workplaces in Quebec. And not to mention, you know, the obligation that companies now kind of have to use French when communicating with employees and when preparing, you know, all workplace documents. Another important thing to keep in mind is Quebec has its own Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which will definitely create, you know, high burdens in terms of accommodation, will limit, you know, things like background checks and other pre-hiring verifications. Companies that are coming to Quebec also need to be ready to register through the CNESST, which is our kind of commission that is in charge of, you know, anything from labor standards to workplace accidents to health and safety and pay equity in order to, you know, set up with the CNESST and pay premiums to cover our no-fault, you know, health and safety workers' compensation system. In terms of changes within the last 12 months, there actually haven't been that many changes to, you know, any legislation that are very specific to COVID. The existing legislation has kind of been applied throughout that, but there are some changes non-related to COVID, such as Bill 59, which is an act to modernize the occupational health and safety regime which is, you know, going to be the most significant modernization of the Occupational Health and Safety and Act Respecting Industrial Accidents and Occupational Diseases in over 35 years. And there's also some changes coming in to modernize the French language charter, which is going to propose even stricter changes and will impose a bigger burden on companies to transition to the use of French, you know, pretty much exclusively. So let's talk about the general business climate then. And again, you pointed out some things like the unions, also certainly the requirement for French. Would you say in in your jurisdiction, is it more generally more pro-business or is it really focused more on pro-employee? Where do you think that lands? I would say that Quebec is is definitely more pro-worker. So basic laws and regulations will protect employees and will make it very easy for them to make a claim against their employer if ever there are any issues. This means that, you know, any company coming from other provinces in Canada or other countries like, you know, the United States are sometimes surprised by how complete basic employment standards are here. Indeed, you know, our act respecting labor standards can almost be seen as as a collective agreement. It's very comprehensive and detailed, and it is very, you know, explicit in terms of leaves, for example. So leaves to which employees are entitled, for example, you know, the law states explicitly that, you know, employees are entitled to 10 days per year for family or sickness reasons, two of which are paid in, in most cases. There's bereavement leaves, and then there's different periods of unpaid leave in the case of having to take care of a sick or injured family member, that kind of thing. So I'd say that we're definitely on the pro-worker side here. 
Well, that's an interesting thought. And again, depending on the part of the world I'm in, that answer usually flip-flops from pro-business to pro-employee, but that makes a lot of sense to us. Let's talk about cross-border opportunities. And again, I think about one province in Canada where there's another language that's required, even cross-provincial business opportunities sometimes, if you don't have command of the French language, is certainly going to prove difficult. But let's just talk about the prospects of cross-border opportunities in the region. And if there are any challenges across provinces or whether or not there's anything significant on the immigration side. So the French will definitely complicate things for certain companies, especially if they want to set up shop here, working with, you know, other companies across borders, that kind of thing. Most people here, I would say in the business world will speak, you know, English as well. So that can can be facilitated through that. But otherwise, in terms of, you know, immigration, I think that like in many places, you know, the labor shortage is hitting many industries, you know, very hard. And therefore, companies are, you know, having to count on foreign workers for resources. Now, the immigration process here will depend really on what type of worker you are looking to recruit and for how long. So, for example, you know, there are temporary foreign worker programs here, which will, you know, facilitate the process of, you know, hiring foreign workers, whereas, you know, for regular skilled workers, that's going to be a little bit more complicated. An employee would have to, you know, initially show their interest in immigrating to Quebec to work. Their profile needs to, you know, kind of meet the criteria needed in Quebec. They'll then, you know, have to submit an application for permanent selection. They must demonstrate that they have the training and professional skills to facilitate their integration in Quebec. And then, you know, other factors will be considered such as, you know, language proficiency, age, and that kind of thing. Well, Olivia, this has been a very interesting discussion. Thanks for sharing that with us and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. If you'd like to connect with Olivia, you can find her bio by clicking on her name in the description of this podcast. Also, plan to visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to the on-demand content, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.